0: If your website is old, and if it's slow, it doesn't have trust factors, you're losing clients for
1: sure. 40% of customers will wait no more than three seconds before abandoning a site.
0: You have to do your best to make that site uh, as fast as possible. How you interact with people? How do you communicate with them? Can I fill out a form on your website? Is your phone number easily listable? Can I find it? Can I click on it on my phone? Marketing is picking you over somebody else, so you have to stand out. Do things differently to stand out and showcase that you're the best. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Frustrated by Your Marketing podcast, episode number 14. I'm your host, Jim D'Amico, and I am joined by my co-host, Madison McQuistion. And today, we're going to talk about websites. Uh, We've talked about it a bunch on the podcast, but in particular, we're going to talk about are you losing customers because of your website and how important first impression of your website is and a couple of other uh, metrics that we follow here at Skyline Studio and that you should be following on your website as well. So welcome and uh, thanks for joining us today.
1: Yeah, super excited to talk about this topic. So.
0: So we talked about, uh, I just mentioned first impressions and that's um, a big part of websites. There's a lot of ways you can make a first impression with your website or make a bad first impression with your website. And we're going to go over some of the pitfalls that you can have and how to avoid those and how important those, you know, those areas are for your website. So it can be anything from the content itself. Uh, is, it, is it new? Is it accurate? Do you have an old blog up on your website that you haven't updated in four years and it's still being listed on your homepage and it says, you know, April of 2019. That is a, a negative first impression. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to take that blog down, but maybe don't show the date. You don't want people to think that you're not active. It could be the colors, it could be the logo. Uh, anything about your brand um, that looks old fashioned or out of date you know maybe you've updated your logo or maybe you've updated your staff and it hasn't been updated on the website anytime people see that it's a, it's a sign that you're not keeping up with things and that's that's never good and just in general you know design change too like the the you know, design aesthetics change so you know do you need a fresh coat of paint uh, maybe this the, uh, the bones of the site are good but it just looks old because you're using really dark colors and, you know, it doesn't match your current brand or you're using really, really bright white colors. And, you know, we've talked about this before that, you know, dark mode and, and darker design aesthetics are coming into into fashion. So maybe you need to go that direction. Yeah, definitely. So anyways, these are just things to think about. Um, And then, and then we're going to go over, you know, the reasons why that's important. So, you know, why this is important, you know, Madison, if you were searching for, I don't know what you'd be shopping for these days, but if you're shopping for something and you go to a website and they have an old blog and they have, you know, old staff members or they have, you know, really, really old design that looks like it's from, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it's going to affect how you feel about that site. It's going to affect how you feel. Oh,
1: 100%. I think especially since I'm a website designer, I judge websites probably way harder than I should be. And it can definitely impact i mean what i do with a brand or let's say if i am shopping like i think it builds website trust if you have a nice aesthetically pleasing website that works really well it has great responsiveness like there's a whole umbrella of things that i look for that make me trust a website and make me trust a brand and i think actually the most interesting one of the most interesting statistics i found when i was researching for this podcast Was that 38.5% of web designers believe that outdated design is a top reason why visitors leave a website, which does not surprise me whatsoever. And that number is pretty high. And there's a reason why it's high, because especially people now, like there are so many scams out there. So when you're searching for a website, you want to see that it has like the brands paying attention to what their website looks like.
0: Absolutely. And it can be, the most mundane type of thing that you're shopping for so just this week our so we don't have sewers in, in Wolcott where I live so we have septic and someone had to come and pump it and our guy retired to Florida and he gave me the name of two companies and I searched um, both of their websites they were actually both pretty good but that's the type of business that would notoriously have very lousy out of date websites they're not you know, as yes, driven by yep. that they were both pretty good uh, ultimately and their reviews you know I took their reviews I took their websites um, and ultimately I picked it for what one site didn't have so one of the sites was looked a little bit more um, corporate it did like bigger businesses and stuff and the other one looked a little bit more hometown and um, but they were both modern enough I mean we're, they were not going to win any design awards for sure but th- that was how I chose between the two he gave me two to pick from and that's how I picked so you know you can you know, I said, and it's not like I spent hours doing this. I made the decision in ten minutes, maybe less. Uh, Should
1: have slid your business card in there. Right? Yeah. i like, yeah. hey.
0: <laughs> I don't have business cards anymore. I mean, I think I do, but I don't know where they <laughs> are. Um, nobody wants business cards <laughs> these days. But anyways,
1: that's true. Yeah. I made it.
0: It was I trusted one over the other. Uh, I made it. You know, I made a trust decision, uh, and it wasn't that I didn't trust the other one, but they they seemed than I needed them to be uh, and I'm not even sure why that you know that made me have that reaction but um, I guess I wanted you know, the guy I had before was an amazingly local guy and you know we used to chat with him I don't know if we'll chat with this current company but I was kind of looking for that and that's why I picked uh, and everybody's looking for different things somebody might have seen those mm-hmm. two websites and made the complete opposite decision the other company one company looked bigger um, for all I know they both have the exact same offering and it was just how they presented on the website and um you know, again, I had them both vouched for, so it didn't matter really who I picked, but I did go through the effort to pick. From what I remember, and again, I did this quickly, neither of them had headshots on the website. They both did talk about being local. But those are big.
1: I was about to ask that, actually, if they had like product images. I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to have product images, but yeah. Um- for a website like that, but you can have like surface pictures, I guess, which.
0: Right. And so um, we actually have a company that's a septic company. They're not in our zone. Otherwise, I would certainly use them. Uh, and usually you just show trucks for septic companies and they're big and more. And we're not rural, but there are parts of Connecticut that are more rural and not on on sewers. And I'm sure there are tons of places around the country that have that as well. Um, I wish we didn't have it. It's annoying. Paying the ass. Uh, but we have it. And but again, it's a trust thing. So when you're hiring a plumber, when you're hiring an electrician, when you're hiring a septic company or a painter, any service company that's coming, you know, a power washer, whatever that's coming to you, you want to trust them, right? Um yes. I don't know if you've had any repairs in your apartment that you've had to deal with on your own, but-
1: mm-hmm. Yep. I
0: Yep. You know, how, you know, if you, I'll ask you this question. So if you had two sites that were very similar, they both look modern and one had pictures of the owners, um, they looked smiling and one didn't, you know, would you- would you go for the one with the picture of the honors? I assume the answer is yes.
1: Oh, probably. Definitely. I think it also, that's just another thing that builds trust right there. I mean, um, another st- statistic that I have is um, 85% of shoppers say that product information and pictures are important to them when deciding which brand or retailer to buy from. Okay. So I definitely, and thats that's a high number. Honestly, that's like a lot higher than I was thinking it would be. But for me, yeah, 100%. Because I had to have a plumber come a couple of months ago and I was looking between multiple websites. And, you know, it's just part of that part of that trust that you have to build, even though, you know, keeping up with your website is harder and things like that. That's like one of the things I think you must do as a brand.
0: Yeah, and so, like you said, product pictures and um, service pictures are, are big. It, you don't necessarily need to show the exact thing. You can show your truck. Um, you can show, um, you know, in action photos or just headshots are great. You know, that's part of your service, right? If you're a three person plumbing business or one person plumbing business, those people that are going to show up at your house are part of your service. So showing that mm-hmm. builds that trust. They look happy, hopefully. That's a big part of trust. Maybe showing some pipes or maybe showing somebody, you know, with their head under a sink or in a boiler or something like that, too. I guess boilers are not plumbing. Boiler would be HVAC. Uh, but anyways, showing showing somebody doing something um, would show that trust. And then a big part of this that I think especially service area businesses are leery to do, but I think are really important is your pricing. So, it, you know, plumbers are notorious for being expensive and same for the electricians and a lot of these service businesses. And If you tell people what you're going to charge ahead of time, they might, you might be more expensive than everybody else, but you're the only one showing it and they'll be like, I can afford that. I can do that and now they don't have to worry about what it's going to cost later and that's really important too because again it's a first impression do can i afford this i don't know and then you might just pick on the the photo that you like better or the the design you like better so put that information up there tell them what you're going to do tell them what to expect tell them what to expect in the way of price in the way of you know how you know i we usually book two weeks out we can do 24-hour service for emergencies those are those are trust signals, too, because now I'm not scared that I'm going to get, you know, a bill I can't afford. And that's really nice.
1: That was the exact issue that I had when I had the plumber come. Actually, they like ended up, you know, look at everything and they were like, oh, this is your quote. And I'm like, OK, yeah, cool."
0: <laughs> and they, they can be ex-
1: should have had like some kind of like pricing type thing on your website because it does help. I mean, there are a lot of people, you know, I mean, one, you know, they come out here and check. But there are a lot of people, too, where it's like, you know, you're kind of just wasting somebody's time. I mean, both ways. Honestly, you're wasting time if you don't have a price on the website and then they come here and look at stuff and then you're like, oh, I can't afford that. And it's like.
0: Right. And it doesn't need to be everything. It could be a benchmark. Our hourly rate is this. If I've got an assistant, it's this other price. Uh, Materials are obviously you're not going to list all the materials for pipes and stuff. But even Mm -hmm. just to get a benchmark that, okay. They're $1,000 an hour. That's not the plumber for me. Um, or they're $20 an hour. Probably also not the plumber for you because you probably want somebody who charges a little bit more than that. Sometimes too cheap is bad and a turnoff as well. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend if there's a way to at least allude to what your pricing is going to be that's really, really valuable. And and another big part of this is the communication. So the plumber we've picked, we've had a, a bunch of plumbers since we've lived in this house. Um, we're with a bigger plumbing company now um they were actually here today and yeah. they show up in one day like we have our, our water heaters making uh, loud noises that we don't like um we have bad water and we'll get it as well so uh, our water heater probably went i don't know what happened because i was it was in here getting ready to record this podcast but probably it's going to yeah. be expensive but we kind of know what their pricing is the way they they do their their service charges it's all you know set in advance and it's very very professional and that's why we like them because we know what to expect do we pay a little bit more maybe but we don't have to wait a really really long time but yes um, that's also important is um, how you interact with people so how do you communicate with them do I have to, can mm-hmm. I fill out a form on your website can I fill out a quote uh, a more detailed quote form can I chat you know do it some kind of chat bot um, or direct chat um, you know is your phone number easily listable these are all ways you can lose a client and
1: clickable that's the other thing listable
0: you know can i find it can i click on it on my phone most people are looking for these types of things on their phone um and then the obvious we've talked about this a million times is it mobile friendly because if you've got a site that is not you might as well not have a website um if you're in a service area business or a local service business at this point because 90 plus percent of your traffic is going to be coming from um the phone and you know I happen to look for these two uh, on my computer because I'm there all day. But I'm going to guess that most of their service or most of their you know future clients um, come from from the phone. So you've got to have that.
1: Yeah. Yep. And we also talked about too. Um, we have on this list, you know, awards, local trust signals, and also testimonials. Like I think testimonials is a huge thing to have on a website. Because I mean, you can go to you know Google and find reviews easily. But I think it's also a very important thing to have on that homepage. and that's what we do for a lot of our clients that have testimonials. we'll you know stick a sec- section on the home page that has the testimonials on there and that's a huge thing, I think too, is being able to show that you know you have those.
0: Oh, absolutely. You, so you have to have trust and there are many ways to show that. A lot of them are sort of built in. so is it am I comfortable here? Does it look like this is a, a legit business? And then there are those the very real ones, like I won this award, I'm in the Better Business Bureau, you know, copy and paste those reviews or use, there are widgets, you can use a WordPress where you can bring them right in from Facebook and um, Google and so on. Show them, um, show them off. I mean, you worked hard to get them there. And if I see a bunch of five-star reviews, I I will trust it. And again, I looked at the reviews on Google, none of the, both of these sites didn't have them on their website, but I went and looked. And I think, you know, there were, one was 4.5 stars and one was, five stars and the five-star one also had less reviews. So I gave them kind of, you know, the other guy, the benefit of the doubt, I think he had, you know, triple the amount of reviews. When you get up in reviews, you're going to get a a bad one here or there. I mean, that's real life, but
1: definitely. Yeah. It wasn't,
0: if I saw two stars on one of them, I would have run away. Um, so, but, and if, so, if you have the five star, if you've worked for that, if you're good to your customers, bring that in, show that, um, showcase that because that's, you know, as we're mentally, I don't know what's going on in our brains, but as we're mentally making this decision, that's one of the things that's popping in there as we're, as we're making it.
1: Well, and with awards too, I mean, with a lot of our clients, we'll put that in the footer and put like the little awards badges, which is super nice, I feel like, to have on websites.
0: Right. And there, there are awards for specific industries. So we work with the Med Spa and there are awards for like, you know, certain uh, products that they use that, that they've won. And that's great now there's that trust like oh this brand you know they're they're in the top three percent for you know this injectables for this brand and that's uh, again trust so any trust that you have gotten you know your local chamber you know your if you want a prestigious award for speaking or whatever it is bring it in you know if you're an electrician and you're a master electrician versus a whatever the one below that is i don't know show that um talk about that those are you know How many years you've been in business? Uh, You know, I don't, this really shouldn't be a trust factor, but in a way it is. It's, you know, you're likely not going to be in business for 20 years if you're bad at what you do. Skyline's going to be 20 years in uh, about a month. So I think that means...
1: Oh, that's crazy. Congrats.
0: So I think that that means we know what we're doing, but, you know, there are plenty of businesses that have been around for 20 years and are bad, but they're less so. So that's a big trust factor too. So showcase that. In it, you know, serving, you know, marketing, clients for 20 years or whatever we're gonna we're gonna write something better than that but showcase that and that's a trust factor and then getting back to that septic uh example know your target audience so for all i know the company that i for whatever reason got turned off of because they had too much listed maybe that's only three percent of their business those big corporate jobs maybe maybe that's where they want their business to go but segregate that a little bit you know put You know, a lot of like we built a website for a landscape company and we had, you know, sort of separate sections for the different things you could do. So maybe say like residential and corporate. And that way, maybe I if I if it wasn't as big as it as it took over their homepage, I wouldn't have been as turned off. And again, I don't know why I was turned off by it, but for whatever reason, that that was my reaction. So do
1: and you can have separate pages for both and hit kind of both of those keywords too.
0: Right, and then if you do that residential plumbing, residential septic, when you search on Google, you might end up on that page and not even on the homepage. And so know that target audience. Who do you sell? Where is the bulk of your customers? And who do you want your new customers to be as you're growing? So make sure you're telling that story because if you're not, you might turn someone off and it's really <laughs> important. So it's, you know, websites started as brochures. They were sort of online brochures they still are that, you know, you can't forget this. You know, a lot of people are not going to engage with your website. They're going to call you, but it still needs to get them to call you. So in this case, I, you know, in my journey, someone recommended them, my old septic guy, I went checked out two websites. And then I made a phone call because, well, I just knew that the way companies like that go, that their forms usually don't end up getting responded to as quickly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> if
0: you have a, you know, and they were just generic contact forms. So I didn't, you know, there was nothing that made me think that I was going to get an easier response. And so I've had that example experience before that you fill out those forms and you don't hear back to you call, you know, whoever's in the office will call you back. So I took it back offline very quickly, but, it, and it acted as a brochure for me more than anything. But if you're looking to generate leads from your customers through the website, make sure that it's, you know that. So tell me a little bit about your problem. Tell me a little bit about your property, how, you know, explain, you know, your leak or whatever it is. Now I trust that form a little bit more. I'm more likely to fill it out. Tell them how often you can expect to hear back from them. We'll respond in 24 hours or we'll get back to you the next business day. Because taking those leads and making them a form is usually better. Now you have that contact information. So I have their phone number, I have their email address, and I can get back to them. Again, I can market to them. I can add them to my email list. That's another way you can gain that future customer. Uh, As a plumber, that never ends, that relationship, if if you're good. You know, stuff breaks all the time. Yeah, definitely. So you want to be able to remind them about you so that they don't pick another plumber next time. And it's really important. I guess we didn't talk about speed. So speed is another thing we've talked about at length. If your site is slow, if it's not secure, if it gets hacked, if it takes forever to load, it loads weird again on mobile, These are all ways you can lose customers.
1: Honestly, I thought this statistic would be higher too. So 40% of customers will wait no more than three seconds before abandoning a site.
0: Only 40%. That is interesting.
1: I thought it would be more. That's one thing I think drives me absolutely crazy. If I go to a website and it loads so slowly, a lot of times I won't even visit it. I'll just like give up. Yeah, it's it's hard. And
0: there, you know, I've gone to sites where like it takes like 10 seconds and then even once you're in there, it takes a long time. And so if, you know, now there's your brain is telling you not to trust it as much because everything loads, we're very used to that instant gratification. And then it might just be so frustrating. And you're like, you know, what? I don't have time for this. Or you might say, I'll do it later. And then later you forget who you started with and find somebody else. So really important to do speed. Did we have a, was there a stat we had on conversions as well for speed?
1: Oh, yes. Um, so even just one, a one-second delay will reduce conversions by 4.42% each second.
0: Okay. So if you're looking to convert, if you're looking to sell something, or if you're looking to get a lead...
1: Make sales. If
0: you're looking to make any kind of sale, faster is better. I mean, it can't be... If you're going to have nice photos and widgets and stuff, things take a little bit of time, but you have to do your best to make that site uh, as fast as possible. Sometimes have a little bit less on your homepage. I'm actually doing that on our homepage. I've been removing stuff to try to speed up our site. Cause I get excited, I add a bunch of stuff and then I check it and I'm like, oh, that's pretty slow. And so I'll do things to make it faster, you know? And that's, it's okay. And you can experiment too and keep it fresh. You know, every couple of months I refresh our, our site a little bit when it just annoys me and I'm it's time. And so if you're working with another company kind of have a thing on your, on your calendar every four, six, eight months, and reach out and say like hey I want to add this new thing we have this new photo from this event let's add that you know people if they're coming to your site maybe they checked it out and then they just they haven't pulled the trigger yet and then they come back and they see something new now they're like oh they're this is fresh they're like paying attention they're an active company Uh, again that's a trust signal in a way so it's important
1: and if you're selling products and things like that you need to make it easily accessible for them to be able to find what they're looking for as well
0: right right navigation is a big part of this too we didn't talk about that so once i'm there can i find what i want so if you're on skyline site can i find out stuff about website design can i find out stuff about social media if i can't find that that's what i was looking for and i ended up there from a google search well then you lost that client anyways so make sure very clear navigation hot points on you know jump off points on your web on your homepage. so like Depending on where you want to send them, the main categories, make sure that there's buttons and that there's pictures and text about those things a little bit. And then you bring them to the bigger the bigger page later, which is important. And did we cover it all? I think we did.
1: I think so. Awesome. I think we mostly went through everything.
0: But anyways, this is a sort of a quick overview of it. But the long and short of it is if your website is old and if it's slow, if it doesn't have trust factors, you're losing clients for sure. So,
1: And it might cost money, but it could also make you more sales and more conversions.
0: It will, because especially in certain markets, and a lot of the service area markets are notorious for this, you might be the only one in your area that has a nice website. This is going to change over time, but if you're the one with a nice website, you can charge more.
1: (laughs) And look at your competition too, because if you see that all of your competition also has crappy websites... And you should definitely update yours because it will 100% bring in more people yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: be first. When they're when someone's checking out three websites, be the one that stands out as being cool and modern just, and new. Because if if you're just one of the ones that are lousy, then you're just one of the ones that are lousy. And so then they'll pick based on something else. But if you're the one that stands out as being the newest one, the best on your phone, the fastest to load, makes it a really easy decision for them to make. And so so do that.
1: And get some feedback too. Show your website to a couple of people and ask them what you could do to improve your website because I guarantee if you were to show it to you know, five people, you'd probably get some really good feedback.
0: Yeah, and, and do it often. And again, do it often. Don't, don't do a site and sit on it for 10 years. Build it, evolve it. Um, you know, Everybody has a camera in their, in their pocket. If you go to a really unique electrical job, because it's a really, really old system and you're updating it to a really, really new system, take it before and after. doesn't have to be the most, you don't have to hire a professional photographer, showcase that on your website. Wow, they can take this to this, that's amazing. So you have that out. And then you can post it on social media too. So, you know, a lot of these, almost all of this advice, except for maybe the the speed part, because that's kind of out of your control, but all applies to social media too. The trust, the 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 pricing, you know, if you can share those things and they see it there, they'll also be more likely to um, to pick you over somebody else because that, that's what it comes down to um, marketing is picking you over somebody else so you have to stand out so do do things differently to stand out um, and showcase that you're the best definitely okay awesome so we've been scattered in our how we've been delivering this podcast over the summer but we're trying to be better at that. So uh, we're recording this uh, on the last day of August. Hopefully it comes out in September. <laughs> uh, we've done some yeah. of these that have taken more than a month um, to release. So if you list, listen to all of these, thank you so much for doing that. And if some of the dates that we were saying don't make sense, um, that's because we released them at a time that didn't make as much sense because <laughs> we t- but, it took us longer yeah. to release them. But we're going to try to release them within, you know, our recording schedule is kind of a little over all over the place. But we're going to try to release them at least within a week or two Of recording it so this will hopefully come out in September Um, if you're hearing this in October I'm sorry (laughs) yeah and uh, something came up but um, we're still playing around with this and enjoying it and testing out some new things Uh, we're having great experience um, on YouTube that's been I know this is a podcast but don't forget that you can watch this on YouTube too and and you can see us and we're you know getting more pickup and more exposure on on YouTube right now so we're kind of recording with that in mind. And well, we're still hoping to grow the actual um, audio podcast as well, too. So,
1: so keep listening.
0: Keep listening. Subscribe.
1: Or watch. And if
0: you've got advice for us or thoughts or things you wanted to talk about, um, let us know. And we'll try to do that. So have a great week. And hopefully we see you next week.
1: Yeah. See you guys in the next one. Thanks
0: so much. Bye.